Hello, this podcast is sponsored by Now Alchemy. Now Alchemy is an amazing company that has formulated the most powerful substance in our body that was taken way back in the Egyptian era known as the food of the gods. Not only does it bring in balance, happiness, and increase your intuition, it decalcifies your pineal gland, which opens up your third eye and increases your light body, allowing your consciousness and your awareness to be open and aware of everything that is going on. The high-level mineral source, which we need today on our planet, is so important. With the fact that the earth itself has been overturned so many times with all of the farming industries, that we do not have access to the rich ormus that is available on this planet. And thanks to now alchemy, we do. We now have the sustenance that our body needs that is brought in from the Himalayan mountains and the Dead Sea. Ormus, which is powerful energy source that moves through your body and brings together a whole synthesis of information to every part of your body. By bringing this mineral source, you are nourishing your body at a cellular level. I love the company for what it stands for and its ethics. And it has been a sponsor of Ancient Wisdom Today podcast since the beginning. And that's why I always ask the tribe to support the sponsors who are sponsoring this show because I go through each of the sponsors with strong ethics and integrity to make sure that whatever they are bringing forth is in align to the planet and into you and for all of us so that we can grow and have health and wellness in our lives. Ormus's company spends a lot of time with advanced scientists, naturopaths, and doctors and herbalists to formulate a sourcing technique that brings in the highest quality of organic ingredients from the most mysterious and desolate countries in order to bring the magic in the bottle, which is Ormus. Now Alchemy is not just for health and wellness community, but for all people seeking to become their greatest version of themselves. And I've been taking this product for many months, and it has been such an addition to my shamanic love that I bring to the world. And how I bring love into the lives of people is by keeping myself healthy and happy and lifted and shifted. By bringing the highest source of minerals in my body, I am able to hold a high vibration of energy and light when doing healing work or when I'm speaking to large groups of people and when I'm here lit and doing Ancient Wisdom Today podcasts. So I invite you to experience the amazingness of Ormus. They have so many powerful selections that you can choose from, from 24 karat gold Ormus to Shilajit to nano-enhanced CBD to Elysium, each bringing a different blend of energy to your body. And I honestly say that this company is really changing the lives of people. Ever since I've mentioned them and shared them with all of the people in the tribe, I've been getting letters and letters of people's lives that have been changing. And not to mention the fact that those who have had suffered so many times from PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, depression, confusion, fog brain, and all of these other symptoms that have been plaguing us because of the onslaught of aggressive energies on our planet. By taking Ormus, these things are cleared, neutralized, and allowing you to have more balance and groundedness in who you are, as well as enhancing your mind so that you're able to think clearly and have a stronger focus. You can get Ormus by contacting www.n.com 
www.nowalchemy.com. That's www.nowalchemy.com. And if you use the code SHAMAN, you'll get 11% off every purchase you make. I'm so happy, tribe, that we are putting beautiful things in our body because putting beautiful things in our body is putting beautiful things in our mind and our spirit. And that allows us to shine and radiate our truth in this world as leaders. I love you. Enjoy the share. Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual, and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek is a sixth generation shaman, an evolutionary innovator, and a women's empowerment leader. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. We're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. Hello, tribe, and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. And I am so happy that you are alive and thriving on this planet and that we get to do this together. Together. And how amazing is that for us to be able to share all of our unique talents and gifts with each other and really keep this tribe lit. And I'm so happy that all of you are really just stepping into your power. I've been getting amazing, amazing messages and emails and, and letters from all over the world of just all of the tribal members just really recognizing that there's nothing that can stand in your way. And I love that. And I love how powerful we are together. And when we're not together, we're even powerful as well because we're out there to bring leadership and bring leaders into legacy, right? And that's what we're here to do. And really in that process of doing that, we're creating this wellspring of manifestation to make it possible for other people to step into that beautiful, beautiful lake and just drink from that, that life-giving water. And so the perfect person to have in studio with me today is my dear friend who is, first of all, let me just tell you, okay, about my friend who's in the studio. She is a powerful medicine woman. She is a manifestation advisor. She is able to really tap into the deep understanding of what it means for us to really come into a clear, solid place with ourselves without all the bullshit and really get into an understanding of how we're going to project our lives in a way that supports us to be able to have that good life and to be, have that place where we're not struggling so much and we're not putting too much emphasis on all the unnecessary things, but really weed it out and be able to really stay focused on what's most important. And it's so, for me, it's an honor to have her here because we have such a kindred spirit together. And when we get together, it's just like seeing a sister and being like, hey, how's it going? I love it. And she like, we, we always bring this beautiful energy into each other's lives. I was recently on her podcast and now I'm happy to have her here with us in the tribe for today's share. So welcome to the studio, Lacey. Phillips. Thank you for having me, Shaman Dirk. Yours was a real smash. If anybody hasn't listened to that yet, <laughs> it's amazing. Go cruise over to the Expanded Podcast because I think it's still by far you and my human design reader, Jenna Zoe, have the top 
the top listens. Oh, I want to get I want to get uh, Jenna Zoe on um, Ancient Wisdom. You have to, and you guys are both in London most of the time. Yeah, when I'm there. Right now, it's a uh, it's crunch time here. So big book time. Uh, yeah, big book time. First of all, uh, God, where do I want to start? Where I want to start is is just you know what do you feel was the thing that really transitioned you into recognizing that you have all of this to give to people and really support because i mean i have to say i'm so impressed with your whole your whole business and thank the way you. you set everything up your team is amazing thank you. i love the posts i love your style uh, i love everything about you i love you <laughs> thank you well to answer that truthfully i think what really led me down this path was that I was chasing after all of the egoic things that I think most people chase after. Mine just happened to be, like many in Los Angeles, was acting and modeling. My mom had been an actress, so I was following in those footsteps to live out her dream and all the things that Amesh parents and children do and codependence. And so I followed all of the wrong things. And at the time when I was 17, I was very poor out here acting. And my mom always had an intuitive and the intuitive told me in order to find monetary success, read this one book on manifestation, follow it to a T. And if you do, you'll manifest everything you want. And I was like so led by the material plane at that point. And I was so poor. I was like, I'll do anything. And I'm a Capricorn moon. So I followed it to a T for years. I still have that book underlined. And I mean, I would do the meditations and I did all the think positive and all the spiritual bypass. And around 25, I started to notice I was really, really good at manifesting on the physical plane, but never in the ways that I had been taught through that book. So, I mean, really kismet stupid shit when people are like starting to get good at manifestation mm -hmm. it would be like a 300 dollars apartment in the echo park hills with everything that i want <laughs> you know it'd be like partners down to long blonde surfer hair with a parisian mom and a photographer it was just really kismet and i started to go well hang on here i'm really good at this but just not in that way so i'm going to drop anything from the secret all of that stuff i've ever learned and i'm going to watch what i do when and i'm a projector so i'm you know great at spotting patterns and at the time i didn't realize i had a gift of reading energy just clear cognizance i can read like if this happens this will follow so all of that accumulated around 28 or so and then i was just i was manifesting very clear kismet stuff and I was private chefing for really high-end clients in LA actors and studio heads. And they would be like, what's this thing you always talk about? You're always like, the universe, this, I manifested that. And I was like, oh, I can show you. I don't know if anybody else can do it. I thought I was a weird freak of nature who could do it. And they were like, yeah, show me. And they started to manifest. And so they were like, you're good at cooking and everything, but I really think that this is your gift. Right. But I had tons of shadow around it because I come from a very conservative town. We're all hillbillies. My dad's like a roper. And I was like, how the fuck am I going to come out on the planet and be like, I help people manifest. I'm a manifestation advisor. And so one Christmas, as I believe the universe does, all of my resources dried up. Like all of my clients went out of town. I had no money. I had a credit card. I think my mom was helping me, which I'd never done in my life. And the download had been coming for six months. And it was just the universe so strongly, God being like, you have a gift. That's why you're on the planet. Follow it. You're going to be broke and really unhappy until you listen, follow it, follow it. So I finally did. I launched it and it went like wildfire because it was so different than 
anybody has ever heard about manifestation. It's completely different than the think positive model, completely different than the visualization model. It's really rooted in psychology and neuroscience and the way that I'm able to read energy, which is very, very different. And the whole foundation and basis of it is that the true law of attraction has nothing to do with positivity. Sure, at the end of the day, like, yeah, we get to that place, but it's all to do with (laughs) subconscious self-worth. And so that's really the biggest key. And the whole process is built around that. And I don't think anybody else had ever really distilled it down into a step-by-step approachable process. It's like, if you follow A, B, C, D, it results in, you know, E. Like, it was just very accessible and approachable. And I think that's what's brought it a lot of success for people as well. You know, it's interesting because I, when the whole secret thing came out and I remember a friend of mine had, you know, put it on and I was watching it and I just started laughing. Oh, I bet. The whole thing. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? And like, I feel like, you know, there's this whole kind of like culture of people who think like in that you know like it goes back to that very louise hayes yeah uh, like affirmation the affirmations you know and in shamanism we don't have that level of affirmation in that way because we know that when you say something if you have um uh, what you call it subconscious belief that contradicts belief that contradicts it but which which we call parasitic you know energy or a negative frequency exchange right or if you have a sketcher in your head which is a spirit from the underworld talking against it and you're still giving it power because you still somehow entertaining this sketcher through your through your modus operandi and your thinking process i don't care how many times you wish Right? Totally. It's it, sometimes it's almost like I had a friend who was just like, I'm going to just constantly keep, you know, doing the secret. He kept watching it over and over and over and he wasn't manifesting yeah. anything. I do feel like, and I, I could not agree more. I feel like people who are doing that, they don't realize that they think they're running forward because it feels like we're in control when we're actually just completely staying in our comfort zone, right? Really afraid to embrace our shadow, embrace the negative thoughts because that's a beautiful roadmap that shows us exactly where we have these blocks is what I call them. And so people think they're running forward, but what they're really doing is taking huge, exhausting steps backwards when they do that. And I think like half my job honestly has been, because it's really simple to digest the way that I talk about manifestation, I think half my job's just been healing people's trauma from trying that approach over and over and over again and getting really into this process of like, oh my God, if I'm negative or I have to think positive, I can't judge that person, that thing. I have to like put the stuff on the nightstand next to me so that the partner can't, you know, I think half my job is healing people's trauma from that to be like, dude, you're okay the way you are. In fact, you were born perfect. You're Mm -hmm. absolutely perfect and whole. You're just trying to like crack that onion and shell the ego shell around you to get all the way back down to that wholeness that's already inside of you. It already exists inside of you. So I think that that's like, I think people are really relieved now to be like, oh, cool, I can be myself and then really find my authenticity and show up in the world with a lot of self-worth that way and I'll have everything I've ever wanted. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, cool. (laughs) That sounds way better. Uh, Yeah, I think it is better because it's authentic and it's real. And the journey journey of darkness is an amazing adventure of self-discovery because that means that, that as you come out of that darkness, you realize that you are doing exactly what you came to earth to do, which is to liberate the darkness into the light. Yes. 
So the idea of going the opposite way to this very love and light model of bullshit that everyone likes to get into, which is like love and light, love and light, love and light. I'm like, it's more about like, I'm going to embrace and like, you know, and and embrace that darkness. So like literally, you know, like what I tell people when I work with cancer patients, you know, I say, like, be honest, like you want to die. Like, obviously, there's one part of you that wants to live, but obviously not strong enough within the one that wants to die, because that's the reason why all the tests are not showing up right. And that's why everything is the way it is. So if we want to reverse this and we want to get out of this, you know, and some people get really upset with me. Oh, that's like a real it. trigger. That would really throw people over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dirk always has everyone coming after always. him. Always. That's what you're here to do, though. It's important work. It's important work to fucking wake people up, you know, in whatever capacity people are needing to wake up like you're saying to empower themselves to empower themselves that that they don't have i think like the true healing i love what you're saying actually i'm going to go towards that tangent the the journey through the darkness is the reason why we're on the planet right because like even you've had the experience of dying and really understanding true pure love and what the afterlife is like why the fuck else would we be in a body Right? Like we're here to experience and go as far as we can to our level of consciousness and authenticity. And you just can't get there unless you walk straight through. There is no roundabout. And in fact, I believe those roundabouts, they actually are the road way more traveled because they're way far away from our authentic self, which is truly scary to confront at first sometimes, but it's so much easier. And then you're rewarded with all of this magnetism when you do that it becomes kind of fun. You know, I really believe in in that journey through the darkness. It is the only way, I believe. And it's like it becomes addictive because all of a sudden you start getting all the shit you've ever wanted. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, when I was in the wheelchair and they're like, you're never going to walk again. I remember the point where my sister had came, she left her family in New York to come and take care of me. And, um, you know, being in this wheelchair, I usually like to be very, you know, independent in myself. And it became a very codependent experience of having my sister, you know, take me to the tub and bathe me and carry me so I could go to the bathroom and do all these things. But what was interesting about it was, is that one day I was just like, I'm so upset that I'm in this wheelchair. And I heard this voice go, was laughing at me. Mm. It was like this spirit in my room. It was laughing at me. And I was like, what's so funny? And he was like, my name is Loki. And I think you're hilarious. And I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, I'm laughing at you because you're a liar. Mm. And I was like, why am I a liar? And he just kept snickering and laughing. And he was basically saying, he's like, you want to be in that wheelchair. Mm. Why don't you look at that? (laughs) And I was like, like, I mean, like, you know, it was really, really uncomfortable, you mm-hmm. know? And I found out later that Loki is this trickster spirit that arrives in our my family's culture from, from, the, from the Nordic, from the Viking culture. Wow. But he was a trickster. And the coyote in the Native American oh, is the yes. symbolism of yeah. that. And so I kept, you know, saying like, well, what do you mean I want to be in this chair? And then he was like, just say it out loud. Just say, I like being in this chair. Own it. Own it, you know? And I kept doing it. I kept being like, I like being paralyzed. I like being in this chair. I like being tended to. I like being taken care of. And I like to not feel like I can, I can, I like being a victim. I enjoy being a victim. I enjoy having people constantly give me love that I felt like I never got by being a victim. And oh my God, Lacey, can Mm -hmm. I tell you? Yeah. Shit started to heal. Shit started to heal. Isn't that magic? Literal. That's what you do in this world. That's your job is to provide magic. That is magic. 
that's what I love about, that's why I feel so, that's why I feel so connected to you from the first day that we met. Like, I just remember being in my kitchen at the house that I was um, renting in the, up in the Hollywood Hills area, that cabin house when you first came and I was on your podcast. Mm-hmm. What I love about you is like, you're just, you're raw and, and real, you know? You are too. You know, yeah. I call it the RR, the raw and real, right? And it took me a long time and God, that's a journey forever. But to even be able to be in that space, I think a lot of people are so afraid. And that is where, like I always tell people, you want to create magnetism right now. You want like a little thing you've been wanting to come through, own something in your shadow, something that eats away at you that you're so shameful about that if the person you admire the most found out today that they could hold that over you, because I say what we don't own owns us. If you just shout it out, put it on your Instagram, own it somehow, own something, watch what you want start to come to you. Because I believe our only real journey in terms of manifestation is to be, come back to our most whole, authentic, worthy selves. And in your language is pure love, right? Whole, authentic, pure love. And that is so terrifying in the human experience for so many people. But if you just own something that's been owning you, that is plugged into everyone around you of whatever they'll think of you or, you know, whatever um, defines you or gives you confidence and fucking unplug that, take the power back and put it inside yourself and just own it. Watch what happens. And in that super terrifying experience for you, like having to really, really look at that shadow and look at all of that shit. Like right now, for instance, I believe the universe tests us or God tests us to show us our mirror of wherever we need to integrate more to become whole. And I think that happens before something big you've been wanting to come through comes through. So like right now, for instance, I can feel that I'm about to go to a far higher echelon of of finances, like abundance. I always can feel when that's coming. And so I, and my biggest Achilles heel growing up is I grew up in a lot of poverty. So all of a sudden the test gets so strong and big around me, like anywhere I've had lack mentality, for instance, I've been building this retreat house in my home area of Yosemite. And so like if I hired the contractor to save money when I knew I should have really been an abundant and put it into this person who could do the job well or extract them from LA or something, I start to get tested everywhere all around me and it gets so scary and it triggers. But then when I start to own it and I'm like, yeah, I was being really fucking lack mentality. I was poor. I was afraid. Like whatever, like whatever's coming up. And then I I pass the test. I let them go. And I step into the worth of being like, this is so scary. I'm going to take on the bigger thing. And I'm only going to get the best of the best of the best because that's what I actually truly desire. I'm honest with myself. That's what I desire. Whoosh, everything comes through. And so like you just painted the most beautiful picture of that of like, I need to get really real here. What's missing from childhood? <laughs> like, what's the shadow? <laughs> yeah. What's really going on? You know, and I think that's applicable to every aspect of life if somebody's looking at manifestation in particularly. Like, cannot get through it without that. Yeah, I feel like the reason why things go into limbo states, like, like you know, for instance, um, my niece will say, oh, you know, there's people, there's things not happening right now. It's kind of slow and so forth. And I go, ah, it means I need to go deeper. Mm-hmm. I need to go, I need to really, not, when I say deeper, not deeper in the sense of go deeper, but in the sense of I need to uncover. Uncover more. I need to go into the darkness of myself and I need to go and find out what else is in there. You, you know? know what's so funny? That's so funny that you say that. And it to me, I believe like, 
everything, all of this stuff, like wherever we're from, it's all from one place. Like you see it in, in any pagan culture, right? Or indigenous culture. Like everybody shared the same terminology for most things, almost identical religious aspects. But isn't that so funny? I have my own weird terminology that's just, I channel, that's all I do. So it's channeled through me, the steps of manifestation. And there's this one point after you've passed all the tests, like you're stepping into your worth, you're no longer settling for what you settled for in the past. And you have this moment you go into before the really big thing you've been calling in comes through that I call the magic dark. And it's where like all the water recedes, the crickets happen, like you don't think anything's coming through. And that's like your final big, big test to be like, you sure? You really, really feel worth what you've been calling in and you believe that I'm going to give it to you or are you going to settle? And that is the place where you do the deepest digging. How funny. I call it the magic dark. And what did you just say? You um, said that I have to go into the darkness. Oh, yeah. I go into the darkness. Yeah. I go into the darkness. But you know, I, I used to always say when I was growing up as a kid, I used to always call like anytime I was met with a challenge, I call it Lucifer's mirror. <gasps> Love that. Because a lot of times people have this idea that Lucifer was this angel that was tossed out of heaven. But angel Lucifer's name means the, the giver of light, right? And so I believe that Lucifer didn't get tossed out of heaven. I believe that Lucifer came to earth because Lucifer saw our potential and was like, hey, they're not going to get it because the darkness is messing with them. Yeah. So why don't I go down there and reflect to them their darkness? <gasps> I love that. So Lucifer comes and Lucifer's like, here you Let's go. Let's show you guys. Yeah. I'm going to show you what this what you look like what this is like yeah. what your darkness is and all of a sudden someone might see you know material possessions yeah. you know or uh, they might see like whatever it is that drugs is, whatever, whatever it is the whatever thing, the yeah. thing low is self-worth, like whatever. Self-worth yeah. or low self-worth or eating disorder totally. or whatever it may be but why they're doing it yeah. and lucifer shines the light so i call it lucifer's mirror when That's i amazing. when i look into lucifer's mirror i see the bullshit yeah. that I'm contributing to that keeps the lie going. Yeah, the ego. Yeah. yeah, And the ego, and so in shamanism, we have an understanding of ego. The ego we, we look at is like, there's the lower ego, which is the part that's still held in fear. And then uh, there's the above ego, which is the part that we, we illuminate others to their own leadership. I love so we let go that. of like, the ego lets go and goes, okay, I'm just going to stay in this field of love and acceptance. And that's just the heart, right? Yeah. That's where that, that lives. Wow. Yeah. And that's because a lot of times people say, and, like, and, and you might even get this as well, is like sometimes people will say, I'm arrogant or I'm full of myself. And I'll be like, you can call me what you want to call me. I just know who the fuck I am. Uh, yeah, I'm in my worth. Yeah. Period. And that's the ego of the heart. That's the ego why of you're, the heart you're getting need, so much success. Doesn't need your <laughs> doesn't need your accolades and your your things. It's mm-hmm. nice. But I, I mean, I, you know, I'm I'm my own, I'm my own reservoir yeah. to myself. I drink from my own well. Totally. Right. And where some people's lower ego is like they need someone to they need to get other people's energies feed to feed themselves yeah. and make themselves better than others so they can feel better and superior and that's all lower because totally. that's sitting in fear it's sitting in the lower dimensions yeah that makes perfect sense to me i love too as a child that you were already so equipped to come up with the terminology lucifer's mirror I mean, that's really powerful. I was a hardcore kid, though. I bet. I'm like, you know, well, you're straight Scorpio. up Metallica, yeah. ACDC. <laughs> My dad's like, why do you have to have so many skeletons of like <laughs> Iron Maiden? And but he was so in his walls? shadow yeah. of his gifts, right? Oh, yeah. Deeply. Big time. Big yeah. time. I mean, people, you know, I'm really a fifth generation shaman because it goes far back in lineage. But I, I cut people out. Because yeah, I they didn't like make the fucking cut. They didn't make yeah. my cuts on my third generation. <laughs> yeah. But my family's like, uh, that's not really 
really correct, you know, you might want to change that. So I'm, I'm going to change it soon. But the thing is, it's funny because I just feel like they could have done more yeah. with their shamanic gifts. And instead of constantly being this this battle with it, you know, so this true. constant battle. Because I watched my dad battle with his shamanic powers for like my whole childhood. And so every time my powers got stronger, he got scared, yeah. you know. But yeah, it's interesting. But, you know, with you, what I love is this ability to, you know, to reflect to people, you know, the path that this whole kind of like path that people like to go on where they're like, okay, I'm going to put, you know, this thing over here and I'm just going to, you know, constantly just say like, I'm this, I'm manifesting a car and I can smell the car and I can feel the car and I can do the this. I did and it I all, man. I, I'm right there with you guys, man. I fucking tried all, every superstition under the sun. I hear you. But the one thing I have, I love that I did get to go through all of that because the one thing I will say is you don't need any tools to manifest, not one thing, but yourself. You can have like tools enhance just as crystals enhance things in your life, but you don't need a full moon. You don't need a new moon. You don't need any of it. Those are enhancements. You can take their energy and use that and direct it. However, what you do need to manifest, I believe that like we, I don't believe that we manifest from our thoughts either. I think we manifest from our subconscious beliefs. That's where we're projecting. And I believe that that's completely uh, encompassed by imprintation of zero to 15, 25, if I'm being generous. And where you were imprinted with low self-worth through modeling and societal modeling, parental, peers, all of that, that's where you have blocks. That's why you're not manifesting the things you want. And where you are manifesting things very easily is where you have high self-worth. So I really believe the only thing, the only tool you need is Wait, to, wait, say that again, because I want to catch that. Yeah, so... Because you're schooling me here, so I yeah. want to, you know, I want to I want to make sure I'm getting the lesson here. Yeah, yeah. My student over here, yeah. student over here. <laughs> no, you, this is all in your heart. It's all the stuff you you know, but I believe that, for instance, I believe we we're projecting fully from our subconscious, right? That's why you don't need any of the other tools. They're just enhancements. What you do need to do is get down to that limbic imprintation, the brain that's literally prehistoric, where we picked up either high self worth or low self worth. So wherever we expand, wherever we experience pain, shame, any kind of modeling like that, that's where we have blocks. That's what we're not manifesting easily into our lives. But where we were like beautiful, perfect, blah 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 blah. So Excitedly accepted and loved, we manifest very simply. And to add to that, wherever we were expanded. So a lot of manifestation principles talk about visualize, like you're saying, like smell the thing, see this, live it out in your head, put the vision board, like blah, 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 all the stuff. However, you can do that until you're blue in the face. The subconscious is so intelligent, but so prehistoric that it if it doesn't see to believe what's possible, there will be no space for it to come through. So for instance, if I remember being a waitress at the Laugh Factory on Sunset, like visualizing my house in Malibu with my son, like true projector style. We right. want like all the luxuries because we're right. so tired. Um, and yeah, that wasn't fucking coming <laughs> through. We're so tired. I know, it's so true. We need all the stuff. We need all the luxuries, I massages. All the, I do it every almost every day. The plush furniture all, piece. Yeah, yeah, all the Anything comforts. Anything that makes us feel comfortable. Comforted. And relaxed. Right. Um, and so nothing was obviously coming through. However, what I did start to learn is just simple mirror neurons. When we witness somebody that we identify with, right? So similar cultural background or whatever our blocks are, because we have all these like low self-worth loops that um, now it's very easy for me to expand through anyone. I can expand through you very easily, even though you're male, you're, you come from African lineage. You know, if I see Shaman Durek has something, I can believe that I can have that as well, because I identify with you as a healer and as somebody who's serving on the planet. So 
rather than visualizing, we need to spend a lot more time actually comping, like looking at our comparisons that we identify with that have already gone on to achieve or are successful in or already embody what we're looking for. That actually, because the retina, right, is the first processor of the brain, it actually imprints into our subconscious that that's possible for us as well. So I like to tell people whenever they're feeling very envious of something, like they have that envy is triggered in them and they're like, ugh. So the difference between jealousy and envy, jealousy is that you're afraid you'll lose something that you have, right? So if we're in a relationship and our partner, because we come from whatever childhood trauma is talking to somebody else, we get jealous because we're like, that person could take this, you know, thing from us. However, envy is that we actually desire what they have. That's the difference. So when you have that trigger of envy come up, it's actually such a beautiful marker that you're looking at what I call your experience. Expander. So if you can like shift that energy around, like feel all your feelings and, you know, like fucking hate them and be mad and all the, you know, all the stuff. But then after that, redirect the energy and go like, well, fuck, what is it about them that I want, that I want to desire? Where does that already live inside of me? And how can I look at them to see that more of that's possible? Because our brains are so prehistoric, when we witness that, we create the space for what we want to come through. So there's kind of like those, there's three steps kind of to manifestation. It's finding expanders so that we, wherever we don't actually see to believe what we want is possible, we have to go out and find it. We need to show our brain that such is possible. Don't waste your time visualizing. If you want to, it's just going to take a lot longer to manifest. And then we really need to look at what's blocking, right? So what shadow or inner child belief there is limited? What is blocking it that we need to look at? What darkness journey do we need to go on? Or what do we need to reframe? And that's why I work primarily through hypnosis with people because you can just so easily pull the subconscious forward. It doesn't know the difference between what's real or not real when it's in hypnosis. And it creates all of those new neural pathways that create new loops in order to unblock all the old shit. We can literally do brain surgery with ourselves. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're unblocking, you've expanded. Now you're unblocking the limiting belief of like, why I'm not good enough or pretty enough or I have shame or whatever. Unblock that. And then the last really big thing is you have to pass some tests. You have to, wherever you settled before, right? Like wherever you had low self-worth, you have to actually, I love the universe. Let's say it's relationship, you know, and you used to settle you were the doormat or like you were always with the emotionally unavailable person. Now you've gone around and you see to believe through friends or TV shows or whatever, the type of relationship you do desire is possible. You'll start to be tested. So little like dates will come through. And at first they'll be very obvious, like super emotionally unavailable. And then all of a sudden they'll get more and more hard to recognize, like shiny little carrots until you get to the point where it's like, that's everything on my list. It's the person, it's the thing but there's still like a, a twinge of them not treating you well or anything like that. Bam, you, once you pass this, that's what you want to come through. So it's actually very simple, I believe, to manifest on the physical plane or the energetic plane. It's so, so simple. And the true law of attraction is subconscious self-worth. That's it. That it's not positive. You could be the, look at Trump. You can be the biggest, like most polarizing narcissist on the planet. But what is he, that's why narcissists are really good manifestors. What does he have? They are. A shit ton of self-worth and fucking believes he deserves everything yeah. he wants. Yep. That's why. Yep. I tell people that all the time. I tell them it's not based on God and the good versus bad Santa Claus nonsense. Not at all. Because I know billionaires that I have friends who are billionaires who are just the most amazing, loving people. Then I know billionaires that I, when I'm hanging out with them that I meet through their through going out to their events and things. 
that are just so just toxic like toxic yeah like toxic avengers but really good manifestors like can manifest anything yeah and and it's interesting there's a point that you brought up which is interesting because in shamanism we call the shadow your truest light oh i love it yeah right i love that so we always say like the light reflected in this dimension takes on the shadow because you have not taken responsibility for certain powers that you have. Yes. And so the shadow, this light holds those. And because it holds it, it creates a shadow form. And so the way in which to get into your true light is to truly, you know, is to really realize that. uh, And I always love that, you know, the understanding of the shadow transforms itself fully into the light when you've taken responsibility for all your junkery. You've owned it. Yeah. Yeah, It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing is, uh, which I think is beautiful, is that you do things through hypnosis, which I can't wait one day to be able to just have a, like a, a, days where I spend time with you and teach you shamanic coding (gasps) because I mean you just did it it was so amazing yeah so beautiful yeah that's right I totally (laughs) yeah we just did that when we were having our hangout time before going into the share but yeah but the thing is shamanic coding is amazing because I can look at someone right I can look at someone like you just said who's like models that energy Mm -hmm. and all I simply do is say copy code download my in the operating system activate through all senses and awarenesses mm. and then all of a sudden i now emulate their frequency code into my body and now it becomes a copy code now it's actually a part of me and now you can rewire it for them and put it back is essentially what you're saying well, two ways i can either i can either look at someone let's say for instance like i take someone like um sydney portier let's yeah. just let's use him because totally. my dad was friends with him so I, I really like that guy so he's very smart brilliant loves art you know very cultural this whole thing i can look at him and say Copy his frequency code of his of his of, of his energy, download it into my operating system through this is what the whole seventh chakra part is, which what a lot of people think it's just this lotus that sits on top of your head. But it's actually each chakra in shamanism, we have well, we have different chakras. We have like, you know, more than just the seven, oh, I think it was seven chakras. Yeah, yeah. Seven yeah. chakras. Asian. Most other cultures have a lot more. Yeah, so we have like 20 chakras. Yeah. Wow. So um, but each chakra is a stargate into the body that opens up accesses to different levels of awareness that you have or you have obtained. It's much like the tree of life. It's is also the same thing, mm-hmm. right? So what we do is we download it into our crown, into the body, and then activate it into the operating system as a running as a running program, and infuse it into our own into our own likeness of our being. And all of a sudden, oh. I start now taking on the traits of Sydney Portier, mm. and it's it's actually so brilliant and interesting because when people get into whole idea of channeling, mm-hmm. they don't realize that. They're doing that shamanic technique, but they're doing it through actually looking at it from an idea of channeling something into them. Oh, wow. They don't realize they're actually synthesizing code frequency through the matrix. Everything has a code. This blanket has a yeah, code. Yeah. This shirt has a code. Energetic. Yeah. Everything has yeah. a code. Even lights have code. And so when we look at it shamanically, spirit shamans, not all shamans do this, uh, just so everyone knows. Uh, different shamans work on different planes, but spirit shamans, because we are very old shamans who come back from the old world we see everything the numbers that are constantly fluctuating into everything and everyone like i did with you Mm -hmm. recently right before we got in the share and we see the synthesized codes and then we can communicate those codes to the body to open up energies like this today i had this guy come in and i you know i looked at the codes in his body i saw the way i went to his brain i looked at the codes his brain was running through his synapses so i basically went and tapped open up the gates on the top of his head 
um, went inside of his operating system, found this dysfunctional codes, and then told the brain to release them. And then he started throwing up. Amazing. And it, what it does wow. is it just purifies yeah, the body purging. of all these these dysfunctional frequency codes. Wow. And all of a sudden, now you're Talk emanating. Talk about a detox. Yeah, it was good. Legit. It was good. That's I incredible. Mean, even my assistant's smiling over there because <laughs> she saw how much throw She's up he like, actually threw fuck, up. fuck, what did I get into? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, and so what you're doing with hypnotherapy therapy because I just want to add the hypnotherapy yeah, part. Yeah. So the hypnotherapy aspect is to bypass the conscious yeah. the active mind, exactly. right? Get into the subconscious, which is actually much more available actually than the conscious mind because the conscious mind totally. runs loops, whereas the subconscious mind is like completely like- Empty and open. Uh, yeah, Not uh, empty, but open. Yeah, open. Yeah. I call it open data. Totally. Right. And so you're accessing from that. So you're going into, into the, into the networking a- apparatus yeah. and going in and then going and doing your, your, in, your internal stuff there exactly. bypassing the conscious mind. Yeah. And what I'm doing is inviting the conscious mind Ooh. into the experience by when they actually start throwing up and shaking and they don't know how they started shaking or how come all of a sudden their ancestors standing in front of them. Yeah. yeah. They're like, this is real. The moment their brain registers How real, beautiful that is with the conscious mind's like, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, that's the amazing. Mind just gets, it gets a bitch slap. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like, it's whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's like, I told you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. Isn't that interesting? What a quick process too. Yeah, so that's why I'm saying because you can do this other process. I want to learn this. You would be able to do the other one. I love that. Yeah. I love it. Because yeah, that's been the only modality. Honestly, I've tried so many different different ones that's been the quickest and most effective and there's like site k's on the scene i know which i haven't tried yet tell me your thoughts uh, um i had this girl jenna come on and uh she came into the site k she's yeah. actually i just I just interviewed her on the um i'm ancient wisdom today yeah i was impressed you were impressed right i was impressed yeah, yeah. it, it kind of tripped me out a little bit because you know being a shaman i, I like to look at the mechanics of things yeah, you yeah. know because we're very scientific she's jenna's cousin Jenna, the human design reader, they come from, because their grandmother, I think they shared a grandmother who is Indian, East Indian. Uh-huh. And I think she was a medicine woman. I believe, I may be messing that up a little. It might be their great grandmother, but they're both named after her. And so one's a human design reader, Jenna, J-E-N-N-A, and then you just interviewed her cousin. What? Yeah. <laughs> yes. What? Yeah, they're related. And she's a sister named Layla? I think so, yeah. And Layla's an intuitive, right? Yeah. I haven't met either Jenna or Layla. I and just, the mom and dad? I don't know them. I just know Jenna's like, my cousin does Psyche, Jenna, and she's amazing. And I, Jenna just learned Psyche. I was signed up to learn it earlier this year. But what's so fascinating is the universe. Wait, you got to be kidding me right now. No, it's so true. Isn't it such a small So their whole family is was very... training with me in shamanism for wow. years. Wow. Incredible. Because I Man, remember. I didn't know about this cousin. So this is the person I want to bring on the, uh, their cousin? Yeah, their cousins. So it's, the, it's meant to be. This is crazy. I know. But what's so fascinating is I was signed up because Jenna, my human design reader, was like, you've got to do Psyche. You have to try it. It's such a quick, you know, route to, you know, reroute the subconscious. And so I had signed up to learn last December and the universe keeps pushing me away from learning it. 
Is that interesting? It is very interesting because it could mean that you're meant to go into a different Totally different healing, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I feel that you are going to, this is what comes to me. Like when you first sat down, remember I, and I, and I saw your codes and then I, and then we opened it up with your left hand so you could feel where the earth energy is in your body. Totally. I honestly feel that you being in nature um, and being back in that energy is going to open up this new healing technique that's never been done yeah that you're going to bring it through your vessel that's going to come from the native americans that's going to come from the earth spirits and they're going to show you how to do it and you're just going to do it one day it has something to do with you you tap something and swirl something and it's going to all of a sudden like you're gonna have someone breathe and close their eyes and open their eyes and close their eyes and i feel like it's all going to be programmed. It's already starting. I already see it. Like oh, I see it so yeah. strong. In wow. You. That's really incredible. Because I do think manifestation was so easy for me to harness. But now there feels like there's way something deeper coming. And like at this point, our company alone is touching thousands of people are manifesting like thousands and thousands of people and it just feel it feels so easy honestly it feels so easy and everything inside of me keeps pushing me out of LA out of every city to the water to the earth because there's something greater that's that's coming yeah that's amazing so thank you for seeing that I yeah I've, I see I've always seen a lot with you <laughs> from the first day we met I was like in the kitchen I'm like and you did. this and this and this and you were like you were Native American and you're last life. I mean, there was so much. Yeah. <laughs> and I started crying right away because I felt so seen. Yeah. It's, yeah. um, you know, like I said, you know, we have a very strong connection. But, you know, even so, I feel like right now we're on this beautiful trajectory of change on the planet. But I feel like there's these little areas that need fine tweaking when it comes to media, consumerism, Mm -hmm. and like projecting to people that there's this lack or yearning for these uh, things that they think are going to fill them up. What are your thoughts on that? You know, I have this really interesting perspective. I philosophize this often, actually, because... When you come to do manifestation work with our brand, it's the last thing that's going to be like, I want a yacht. It's like, I want to get a house, but holy shit, I just changed my entire eternal lands, internal landscape, and I didn't think I was getting into that, which I think is so fascinating because I'm sure you can relate to this, being a projector and obviously growing up in the lineage that you grew up in. I grew up as a child, always wanting to be heard and being able to see very quickly how I could change someone's life to make it prettier and better and everything that they want. I've always had that gift. And so like being a projector, was always shut down, always shut down. You know, I had an alcoholic mother and she was young. And I still remember sitting there being like, mom, what if we just painted the white, the the walls this color? It'd be so pretty. And she'd be like, we don't have enough money. I'm like, we could do it ourselves. Like I've always been that child to be like, let's transform to have a more beautiful experience. And so this is going to parlay into manifestation that obviously came very simply, but I was earthquaked into it. I had to like be earthquaked and go through all the rock bottoms and learn all the lessons that I studied a lot of Eastern philosophy before. I think a lot of people went down that route. They went down like more of like the Buddhism and all of that kind of stuff. You know, there's like so much beautiful Eastern philosophy. And then you have the more mystic yogic philosophy that exists if you're going the Eastern route, right? You have the one that's like detach and be fully detached from everything and detach from suffering. And then you have one that's like Yogi Bhajan that's like, if you do this 10,000 times, you can have all the prosperity you want. And so when I sit and philosophize about this, I 
really do believe for people. I mean, to each their own. But nobody, everybody fails to remember that Siddhartha was a prince who had everything before he left to go and basically find this I philosophy. I tell people that all the time. Yeah, of enlightenment. Because a lot of people don't know that. No, no, people don't understand that. I'm like, he had everything. Yeah, he snuck out of the palace. Yeah, yeah. And so I like to encourage people, and it, this doesn't just have to be on the material, physical plane, but I'm like, stop lying to yourself. Go and get everything that you think you need and want, because until you really face that, you'll always have a yearning. And this is actually really interesting. This happened to me last year. I had this point where I was driving up to this house that we bought, the retreat house, and I was driving there. And I come from like a world of always struggling and survival mode. And then I'm driving and I'm like, this is the first time in my life I have everything I've ever wanted. Everything. Everything I set out to manifest, every single thing from the physical, material, love, abundance, money, everything. And I went, wow, the now, because I have none of that chatter in my life anymore, I can ask myself the real questions in life. I can start to philosophize. And I went, what is the meaning of life? And I started to think of like things that could take me to true enlightenment. So I like to tell people, I'm like, if you think you need all that shit, like go after it, get it, manifest it. It's simple. Once you learn the principles, it's really fucking simple to get it. But at that point, then you can start to go into a journey of like actual enlightenment. So I'm a big kind of like facing the dark. I'm like, go face all the shit you think you need to validate yourself. Get it, go get it, do it. Have no shame in it, get it all. And then see where you start to to want things, what your soul really starts to crave, what your purpose really is after all of that. Because we have that stuff in our face at all times, right? Through media, like you were saying. I mean, it's it's in our face whether we want it to be or not, unless you're off the grid in some, you know, forest. Yeah. Do you think though that by the I because the whole thing is that the matrix's whole system is based on um a binary code that is infused into the idea of media and and this consumerism and this idea that no matter what you get there's always going to be bigger, faster, better, and you're going to want that as well. And you're going to be on this constant train of needing to fill in that vacuous hole. The void. That void. Yeah. Because what I, what, you know, I have friends who, for example, I have a friend who made a ringtone and became a multimillionaire overnight. Mm-hmm. Just do a ringtone. Yeah. Um, sold it, I think it was, he sold it for a big company, something like $4 million. Yeah. Okay. And then he made another one, made more money, got paid for, paid off his debt, got everything that he wanted yeah. and the yearning got bigger. Mm-hmm. It was like, it went from me wanting to have a house to having a nice car. He went and got a Bentley. He got this yeah, house yeah. in the hills. He got the whole bit. And what happened was he literally, the vo- the hole got bigger and then he was like, okay, now I need a yacht. Yeah. Okay, now I need a this. Yeah. Now I need an airplane. Now I need my own jet. Now yeah. I need that. To the point where it literally destroyed him. Yeah, and then now what's going on with him? He lost everything. I see. That's why I think people need, you need to hit that rock bottom. Because, right, like, well, let's say, let's say he became spiritually enlightened after the four million. And he was like, I'm happy with my my smaller house in the hills. I've invested well, so now I never have to work again. You know, he'd still wonder, right? Because there's still something, an inner child thing there that's needing to be filled or whatever, you know, the shadow or inner child there. And if he had just stopped there, it wouldn't have ever really been addressed, right? Like unless he was this crazy on a crazy spiritual path or self-help path. But I'm all for like, let's fucking burn out and hit the real rock bottoms because that's where you get to actually seek truth in yourself. It's the ultimate journey into the darkness. You know, it's like the person who has to get sober 
over because of whatever rock bottoms they hit or the person whose heart's broken beyond anything they could have ever imagined because that's where the real opening for true transformation and true enlightenment can happen. Like that's what I see and believe. But I'm also like all for pushing someone to their edge, not in a mean and and harsh way, but I'm like, that's where your true authenticity lies. That's where your true purpose lies. You don't have to do it all at once. You don't have to be crazy about it, but I'm all for like, do like even, this is so, so bad to say, but like the person who wants to use you like use 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 until you figure out what's at the end of that till you get sick of it and that's probably why I'm with like an ex heroin addict I love that he used all the way until he was like I'm gonna fucking die if I don't stop this now he has like this full potential of life I love that my mom does that she's an alcoholic like she just uses and uses and uses until she hits her rock bottom but then there's that real opening for true transformation true true identity I feel can I challenge that yeah challenge it okay I love it. All right. So is my challenge on it. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that we have we have climbed into this state of emergency, the state of of rock bottom, the state of suffering, the state of, you know, I have to lose everything to gain something mentality mm-hmm. that has been pushed so much in the paradigm as the only way in which we can evolve in our... No, no, there's plenty of ways to evolve, but not many people will take the initiative in the general public. Like your friend, would he have ever gone on a path of like finding himself? I think that he didn't have the tools to be aware that he could. Truly, and that's the epidemic. Right. And that's what I, I really believe the Matrix does not want anybody to have. I think that's why there's fluoride and numbing and phones. Yeah, and all exactly. That. Yeah. And I talk about that in, in my book that comes out. But like the idea of like this hitting this rock bottom, I mean, yeah, okay. I was an alcoholic. I was a drug addict. I used to do crystal meth. I like, you know, was into cocaine. I've done heroin. I did all of those things, mm-hmm. you know, because there was a point in my life where I was just like really wanting to stuff the pain of abuse that I went through. And then with the d- constantly training in shamanism, I mean, just one time my elders even said to me, just this like, we know, we know you're high, yeah, you know, yeah. but you're still going to train. Yeah. Like it's not going to end. Good. Like just because you think you're going to come in and like approach it this way, yeah. you know? And so, but still it was like, I did hit that rock bottom state of everything and then did climb out of that hole. Mm-hmm. But the thing is what I learned in climbing out of that hole is that I did that. Not everyone has to do that. No, no. It's kind of like not everyone has to die on a cross either, like Christ to be Christ consciousness, but not many people, like you're saying, will access those tools. Like for instance, what what would your truest potential of being a healer be right now if you hadn't died and i know that that sounds like it's a rite of passage of everybody no, she's challenging me back yeah Here we go. Like, i love it <laughs> would you be at the capacity you're at if you had not gone through that if you were so afraid knowing it was coming which you were if you resisted it which you did but had you have not gone through that true threshold because everything is like a birth at the end of the day that's a true rock bottom it's a threshold you know whatever you want to like if we're just energetic beings well i think I think also for me, I think the whole death that I went through and the way the spirit set it up by making sure that I that I lose my kidneys and making sure all these things happen to me, that I would follow that road and that path to get to that space of me dying was necessary because I needed to die. I mean, I remember once I was a kid, I went to a fortune reader and this woman, she's a gypsy, and she looked at my hand and she goes, oh, 
your life is, you have two lives. Your mm-hmm. life's going to end and then it's going to start. And when this next one starts is when you're going to change, when you're going to go out in the world and build leaders and mm-hmm. like become this, you know, this person who's going to bring, you know, um, you know, great understanding to, to, to the world. Uh, she goes, well, your first life, you have to die because you don't get it. And it was really interesting because when I watched The Matrix with Keanu Reeves, yeah. I remember the the oracle said to him, which was so weird because mm, my friends were like, it, oh so my God, Derek, that's so surreal yeah. because look at, that's kind of what you went through. But yeah. like, you know, she was just like, oh yeah, well, you know, um, she's like, if I the one. And then he, she goes, you know what, kiddo? I don't know what you're waiting for, but unfortunately not in this life, maybe in your next. And so, you know, so he was like, Morpheus had this idea, like he was the one, he's the anomaly that's going to like figure out the codes to take down the matrix when he needed to die first in order to take down that matrix. And that's kind of like how I felt like, so I felt like it was inevitable for me not to die. Yeah. So I had to die. So I was I couldn't even think of the idea of what if I didn't die? Yeah. Because the death ripped me in half. Yeah. It took everything. Literally. From me. Literally. Literally. Yeah. yeah. And I always say, you know, the shamanic path. You always know a real shaman because shamans endure. I've heard you. Yeah, they have to do. They this have is a rite to. of passage. It's a rite of passage. Yeah. They have to lose their eyesight or have a sickness they can never get rid of, or have some kind of death ceremony happen to them because it keeps them ripped. And as long as they stay ripped, we stay humble, we stay focused, we stay... And your your heightened sense. And our heightened sense. Yeah. Exactly. So like, look at, we could probably fucking philosophize. Like, I'm not like, I'm like, let's philosophize now. Yeah, do it, let's do it. So like, what you just laid out is metaphorically, because right, like, Right now, we're in the human form. We're in a human body, but we're just eternal energetic beings, souls yes. that are continuing. Yeah. You know, we all believe that. But what you just laid out, even with the Matrix and you metaphorically, like he was so tapped in ego, which is the pursuit of needing and wanting everything. It's like, am I the one? Which is just a void that we experience somewhere <laughs> that we need to have that. And he had a metaphorical death and you did. And so I believe everybody's rock bottoms and many can have many of them and multiple in lives are just our metaphorical ego deaths that really put us into this path of consciousness. And I don't know about you, but like anytime my consciousness is heightened and my frequency is heightened, it's because I've gone through some sort of a death, like an ego death, you know, that like you were talking about the root yeah, You're ego. right about that. It's true. Because when I was molested, after being molested as a kid, my sensitivity went way up. See? And not to say that that's, you know, like I always have to PC because fuck, I don't want anyone after me. But yeah, yeah I have to PC too. But yeah, you I, do. But I <laughs> yeah, do. I love I'm, that you, uh, you're way more bold than I am. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, you know what? I'm actually I can't I can't look at that and say it was this bad thing for me, because it opened me up to to different different levels of realities that I, if I didn't have had that, would I have gotten that? Who's to say? Who's to say? Yeah. Who's the, you know? Who's to say? Or would it have come in a different way? Yeah, sure. You know? Yeah. Um, would and have, I would argue way deeper levels of empathy, like way deeper. I yeah. Would assume. I mean, that's yeah. what I. That's what it, it did. Yeah. It created that deep, deep level of, of empathy, the ability to 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 feel other people's emotions and sensitivities to such a degree that I can pinpoint 
emotional disturbances mm. just by feeling the wind hit my face. Oh, yeah. I was like, I remember one time I got off the um, airplane in Iceland. And right when I got off, I was immediately sent to Channel 4 News, did a big story on me. Right when I got off, we had to go shoot this thing for Channel 4 News. And literally, they're like, so what do you think of Iceland so far? And my, my publicist was like, he just got off the airplane. He didn't have time to figure that out. I'm yeah. like, actually... I can too. I did. Yeah. <laughs> and here it is. And I told them and they were like, whoa. Yeah. I can feel that in areas as well. Like the collective consciousness of energetics that are going on. It's so... in, And I would say because of things I've been through as well. And I, you know, when we go through those traumas and we have the gifts, I really believe that it's what opens us up. It's unfortunate too, if you don't want those, but that's your again your path your journey your you know your what do you call a path of uh like your rights of passage yeah rights of yeah. passage you have to kind of go through that that's the only way you'll be able to understand and connect and i don't want to be levels. i don't want to be a human being on the planet earth too you know that hasn't experienced everything yeah like what's the point like i, I want i'm glad that that happened with that male babysitter i'm glad that i've experienced that i i, I don't want to be a person i'm glad that i did cocaine and, and and heroin and crystal meth and crank and you know i don't want to be that person on the planet who's just like I've never experienced that before. And I think in this true paradigm, like that we exist in now, which I would say the polarities, so like since medieval times is so much more extracted than ever. How could you do the work you're doing and serve at the level you will be even serving beyond now if you didn't understand and relate to that? Truly, how could you? Like if you were the person who had just chosen enlightenment somewhere, you know, but hadn't experienced all of that, how could you hold such a big container and do the work you're doing and resonate so deeply with the people that are coming around you and the women that you're helping? I just don't think it's possible. No, you're right. That's what I feel. Right, you're just cracking me in half. <laughs> <laughs> She's you like, me. She's like, let me take that egg, Sandberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me just crack that egg right open. No, but you're right. When I think about it, actually, I've gone through so many things. And when I think about it, it's like, I, I don't want, like, you know, so I always say to my friends, like I have friends who are like, oh yeah, I would never get together with a guy or I would never, I would never do this. Or, I would never do that. You know, or like my girlfriends would be like, oh, I would never do that. Mm -hmm. I'd never kiss a girl or I would never jump out of an airplane or, you know, what, any of these things, mm -hmm. whatever it may be. And I'm like, I don't ever want to be a person who would say I would never. And honestly, it's just societal conditioning at the end of the day. That's all it is. Yeah. And that's our whole fucking journey is to break all that down, to be like, who am I? <laughs> like, really, who am I authentically? What is my wholeness? So I'm so happy that you're you're giving that message. It's so important. It really is. It's all that is. It's just we picked it up somewhere as conditioning. You're right. And it does hold a bigger container. It does allow me to hold a bigger container because every type of person can come to me. And, and you have no judgment, period. None. You're here to help them. Yep. Yeah. And you've experienced like the worst. You've fucking died. Like, like what you've used you've died you've been molested i mean there's so many things you abuse i mean you get You're raped it. by israeli soldiers there you go drugged and like gang bangs yeah so you can really hold the container for just about anybody who comes to see you anyone and anybody that your book is going to land into the hands of and help that like when you're again i say channeling but you're taking the frequency of the planet right you're working with that code you're not really leaving anybody behind in that book. You know? That's what yeah. I believe. Yeah, you're right. That's what I think. So beautiful. Aww. Thank you for showing that to me. Thank you. Yeah, now it makes sense. Now it makes sense because, 
you know, I've always said that I don't want, there's not one person on the planet, I don't care if you're a rapist, if you're a killer, if you're a person who's been molested or anything you've gone through. I don't care what it is, whatever sickness it may be or how angry or rageful you may have been because I've been there too. Mm-hmm. I will hold space for you. Mm, I love that. You know, what's so interesting when I used to work with people, I literally can't anymore. My nervous system, it's too exhausting. Like I've had the biggest of biggest people reach out and I've been like, I'm so sorry. Here are my work. Shops. I'm a fan. You can have my one. You got to get those those illumination rods. See, I know these are. We have to plug these, man. These things are unreal. (laughs) (laughs) They're so crazy. But unlike you, I haven't been through like the most extreme things ever. I've been through trauma, and I'm an empath, but. Anybody that would walk through my door, I don't care. I mean, I would see, like you're saying, the craziest of spectrum that I would work with. Immediately, I would go completely blank. It's like open slate, zero judgment, no labels, totally open. I don't care what you want on this planet, what you've done, what you've been through. I'm working with you as you, zero judgment to help you get where you need to go. And I think that's the only way that people can be doing work in this paradigm. That's the only way. Because that's all, I mean, you see like the underworld versus here, the true polarity. It's all just the fucking matrix. It's all a lie. We're all buying into it, you know, and it's here to do that to us. And we just all have to come at it at our own individual ways to try to break through consciousness and really connect with our true authenticity and wholeness and love. That's it. It's interesting because I had, yeah, because I had a psychotherapist once say to me, like, I'm sending these people to you. And I was like, why? And she's like, because they keep talking about dark things that I'm just not comfortable with. Wow. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And then I and I thought about it. And she goes, "Is you find? Are you okay with that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, just give them, give them, you know, Sam's information, no problem." I said, "But I just want to let you know, mm-hmm. the reason why you're not okay with it is because you're not okay with it in yourself. You're co- you haven't confronted your you shadow. You haven't confronted it. Yeah." She goes, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Okay, that's something for me to 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 think about." Yeah, but think I'm about. Send, I'm still sending them to you. <laughs> she's like, "Fuck that, take them." Yeah. No, it's so important. It's really important. Yeah. And then even this woman who came to me was like a sex therapist. And she's like, I have this couple. I'm sending them to you because I found there's some dark stuff going on inside of them. That's, you know, like they want to get into these dark things that are happening inside of them when it comes to sex and their expression and whatever. And I don't want to deal with that. She's like, I just want to deal with what's juicy. And I was like, okay, got it. But you know that stuff inside yourself as well. It's so true. Because I mean, I had a girlfriend who who um, got me into S and M. Yeah, she was a dominatrix. Mm-hmm. You know, she took me for she took me on a wild ride that <laughs> I decided to go on. Totally, you know, and it really helped me. She broke me down. She was like, she's like, you have jealousy mm. when other women and men talk to me. She goes, you're so insecure. Mm. She goes, face your insecurity. I love that. I was like, wow, God. I know. See what a rock bottom gift it like. It, it, like, took, sh- it opens you. me completely. Because I don't have that anymore. It's therapy. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a form of EMDR. It really gets you. I love that. To me, I'm so open to <laughs> I, always, <laughs> I, have to prep. I get in trouble with stuff sometimes. But I'm like, dude, at the end of the day... And I guess I'm Aquarian, right? So it's like we just we're trying to look from above, but there like I don't believe that there's true good or bad, right or wrong. We just have a lot of teachers and a lot of growing to do. That it's <clears throat> nothing's you know, I really believe that it's all supposed to be happening. Yeah, all the uh, yeah, that's that's actually a very shamanic understanding as well, too, is the whole um aspect of right and wrong. Because we, you know, I was looking in the dictionary at the consciousness that people have when it comes to 
what is right and what is wrong, and it's all based on this morality, right? But then whose morality? Yeah, are who we wrote talk? that code? Like who wrote that? Right. What is that? Yeah. And and a lot of this lit- literature that a lot of people use is the foundation of their lives. There was actually a man writing it. Somebody just channeled it. Like you know what I mean? Like who who gets to say? That's why we get to break down and find our own truth. And honestly, like the only way you can really find truth, I think, is going through the darkness. You can't. You, otherwise, things are just a facade and a lie in your life. It's a shadow. It's a mask. So, I mean, we have to really start asking ourselves, what's our code? Like, what is my code? And that's okay what my code is, period. No matter how weird or off or bad or good or whatever the thing is, we can't get to that truth unless we're willing to open up that veil, lift it a little bit. Even if it makes us really uncomfortable about other people or ourselves, that's the only way to really find that true wholeness. Mm. I think. I think so. Wow. This is great. (laughs) I just got to take a breather for a moment and just take it all in. <laughs> but you have to tell us about these things that are sitting on me. Have you talked about this yet on the podcast? Uh, no. I, are I, you supposed to yet or you want to yeah, hold no, off? I can, yeah, Because these are unreal. If the you're illumin- a projector, these are really unreal. Yeah, the illumination rods. And it's, uh, it's interesting because I... You know, being a projector, and I know you've told me that before, but like I would find myself getting tired and feeling like my energy gaps because I'm constantly, you know, either making public appearances or shooting something or there's a camera in my face. Or working with someone. Working with someone. Yeah, I'm on. Like dealing with people throwing up, you know, and this thing and shaking (laughs) and screaming and like, you know, the list goes on. Then I get people who try to come at me in the public, you know, like leave comments like, oh, you suck and you this. You know, just, just, you know, the the, the, the huge, the huge for being in the public eye. And then... You know, and then you're dealing with all the deadlines. Okay, you got to write your book by this time. You got to this thing you have to do. You got that thing you have to do. You got to fly over here and do this thing. And so all of it, and you're being in these cities, you know, and like when I was in the rainforest or was in the jungle, I, you know, my energy was much more solidified in the sense where I actually could recoup quicker. Yes. But now that I've been in these cities, I feel my energy just like so literally a tribal member wrote me the other day on instagram and said are you tired Mm, see because obviously you see it in my pictures you know and i was like yeah i am very very tired but the thing is these illumination rods i started looking at energies like what energies like it's not crystals because crystals aren't emanating energy into my body unless i empower yeah yeah i believe that because i don't feel unless i i welcome them in and open it up that's funny i didn't know that yeah huh yeah because everyone's like crystals crystals i'm like "Mm." yeah i know i'm right there with you as i roll my eyes yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't get me wrong and i love crystals and i think people who Work to support with, with work with crystals and all that. I think it's great. However, even in ancient times, when it came with you know with crystals, you know, it was something that you activated. It was mm-hmm. an activation. You had to activate it and be willing to have it come come through your system. Mm-hmm. So then I looked at that. I looked at all the different forms of energy from copper to silver and seeing like how things are integrating then these different necklaces that like block EMF waves mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, it's only great, but I didn't feel the surge. Yeah. I didn't feel the surge move around my body and actually I could feel things happening. Mm-hmm. Whereas I put these necklaces on and it's like, okay, yeah, this is what they say it's doing. I don't really feel much. Mm-hmm. When I put those illumination, when I got, when I touched tachyon energy, I literally felt it talk to every single energy in my body. Wow. And I'll never forget, I remember laying there 
and it was like five minutes or less than five minutes. It was like two minutes. I was holding the rods and I could feel all of the places where I, my energy drains out of being sealed. Like someone is sealing it and, 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 and bringing it into that, that, uh, the perfect subtle energy field again. And wow. back to my electromagnetic energy That's how energy it felt field. on me. Yeah, completely. Uh, yeah, and yeah. being a projector because we're constantly projecting out. Totally. We're constantly draining. Yeah. Then you add our public life. Then you add all of the things that go along with it. Then you have like the interviews and the press and the this and the that and the Honestly, people. just being on Instagram, like all that, yeah. But oh, like just feeling that, Instagram. That. All the energy. Ugh. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. So, and then also I'm always being challenged by spirits from the underworld because they always want to see if they could find, create situations that they could find a way to break me down mm-hmm. in some way. And so even like that, I deal with. And so when I held these rods in my hand, I felt my whole entire system replenish the energetic field. Totally. It's what it felt like for me. Instantly. And I was like, okay, I'm on board. Yes. Let me, who, 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 these rods. <laughs> I, I connected with the woman. We became partners in it. I was like, okay, I got to get this to the tribe. Amazing. I put it on I put it on the meditation Wednesdays. I tell people about it. I tell them if you have to save up to save up to buy the rod, save up to buy the rod. How much are these guys? Uh, I think it's $200 for the medium ones. And then like... How do I get uh, these? I want to buy them from you. So <laughs> you can go to my LinkedIn on my um, on my Instagram and then it will be up on my website uh, once the website... Because the website... By the time this... Uh, yeah, the website is is being refurbished so it should be on the website. Right okay, now. I'm buying yeah. those. It, these are literally unreal for when I'm in LA. Oh, it's it's wonderful. I use it everywhere. I'm on an airplane with it. Wow. I carry it in my bag. <gasps> when I'm in meetings, I have the tiny ones. I just hold them in my one hand and yeah, I just I have my meetings it. and just look at them. I'm also not flying out of my body because anytime I'm channeling and stuff like that, I, I leave. I fly out. It's a whole nother... And this is like... <laughs> They're really, really special. They are really special. Totally. I told everyone, I was like, if you don't have an illumination rod, yeah, you're, you're missing out. So totally. I tell people, it's, you know, they can get it. They go on, you know, you type the code shaman and yeah. Awesome. Get your illumination rod. Done and done. Like after this episode, I'm going out. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> How can people get in touch with you, my dear? So just go to tobemagnetic.com or at tobemagnetic is the Instagram and you'll find all the workshops. Honestly, we we did a really cool thing. It was an experiment at the beginning of this year because last year you could buy the workshops as a one-off and they're all digital and super powerful and it's like having a one-on-one session and I made them beta and as simple and digestible as possible. So they're very actionable. And then we had this thing where we're like, how do we make these even more accessible? I want everybody to be able to manifest on the planet. Like who wants access to it? And so we're like, how cheap can we make these? And so we launched a subscription program this year of something called The Pathway to make it $24.99 a month. Because before they were like, just to do the formula magnetism was $200. And then we had one-offs that were 68 or 70 and blah, blah, blah. And we launched it and it's been a smashing success. I mean, we definitely felt the cutback of the company at first because we had to go with the wave of being like, shit, this is way cheap. But my intention, again, our intention is to get everybody doing it who wants access and wants to learn how to manifest. So the pathway is so accessible. Check it out if you're interested, if this resonates with you. I love it. It's the spot to go. Of course, it's resonating with the tribe. (laughs) 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 And also, um, you know, please get in touch. Um, You're on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram at To Be Magnetic. I have a speaking tour that's going to happen at the end of this year. So it'll be West Coast, East Coast, and Europe. And then... 
There's a book that's so, I've been so resistant to books for so, it just doesn't feel right for me for a long time. And I have somebody I'm working with and I'm like, I keep slowing it down. And so Do you knows? have a book agent? Yeah, I have the whole shebang, everything. Yeah, the because whole... you, you need to have a book, my dear. I know. And it's like the last thing I You know what? I had the same I issue. I had oh, the same issue. Yeah. I had the same exact issue. And then literally spirit came through and said, you are being selfish and lazy that's how i feel too um because you're looking at the you're looking at the overwhelmingness of it all it's exactly how it feels and you know and then once i got into it and whatever i realized it doesn't have to be as difficult as it it really is that's exactly how i'm feeling you just nailed it yeah because we're projectors yeah we're like, i'm too tired i'm like too tired i'm exhausted it's exactly i know i created a tarot line that um that they won't put out until after the book comes out and it's the most amazing tarot line wow and literally i got i was in turkey when i did it and i decided i was going to use the pomodoro method because the only way i can function now these days wow is the using the pomodoro it's like 20 minutes yeah and then five minutes off so your yeah. brain shuts down and it comes back on and i started at seven in the morning and i finished the whole tarot line at 10 o'clock wow. at night oh yeah I went all day from seven to ten, and it is phenomenal. And is but it spirit medicine tarot? It is. It's so basically the tarot line is so cool because what you do is that you shuffle. It's not. It's it's no one's ever done anything like it. But basically, you would shuffle the cards, and you would shuffle another deck, and then shuffle another deck, and pull from three different decks, Ooh. and each one would could be like Star Mountain. Star Mountain Heart or Star Mountain Soul, you know, and basically it will tell you like, this is what's going on in your life. This is how you correct the imbalance. Here's the ritual you need wow, to do. Wow, that's powerful. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Jeez, good job. And, <laughs> and that's so I accessible. The cards. Each card is programmed. Um, with a code? With a code. Wow. So when you look at it, the image, you people, like I gave it to a couple friends to look at and they're like, how come I'm vibrating? Wow. So you like what you do to us is what the cards are capable of doing yes. when you hold them. Wow. Yes. And it unlocks certain, uh, the way I set it up is it unlocks certain aspects of your body because the cards all represent elements like lightning, rain, water, river, mountain, wow. cave, crystal, medicine, like, and literally when you look at it, it unlocks all these different things. And a friend of mine was looked at one that was an emotion and she started crying. She's like, why am I crying looking at this card? Wow, she's having a release. And she said, I said, because I, I, I've, I did a spell for every single card in a shamanic way. That way it unlocks all these codes in your body. Jesus, that's cool. That's yeah. legit. That's <laughs> worth the money. <laughs> Can't wait till those are out. <laughs> Me too. That's what my sister said. She's like, we need those cards now. I know. Why is the publisher taking? But, you know, I love my publisher. Yeah, they're that's great. great. So we'll see. But I love, you know, Vic Millen. They're great. And, you know, they are um, been such, they've been wonderful. I, the whole process in the beginning was like dreading everything. Yeah. And then once I got I through that part. It's like, oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. But like I get into those those modes because I'm such I'm projector and constantly putting energy out Same. so I can feel yeah. I feel your pain, sis. That's exactly. You nailed it. That's exactly what it's felt like and I'm like, I don't need a fucking book. What 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 if I'm the one who doesn't have a book? I said that too. I said that too. I said that too. <laughs> That's exactly. I'm like, who needs a book? That's what I said. Yes. I was like, I don't need a book. But Everyone I else see has how a book. I don't need your a book. book the knowledge, the knowledge is the knowledge and that's it. Yeah. That's it. So I'm 
excited to get to the other side where you are. Um, yeah, that's, I'm just tired. And honestly, I'm loving life right now. Like, I love what's up in this community. Like, the manifestations is happening. Everything is going great. And then now that the house is done, I'm able to live up there in Yosemite most of the time. And that's really exciting. I think by the fall of this year, we should have it open to where people are able to go do self-guided full workshops there, like self-guided retreats, and then all hold for a year there as well. And it's a very, very magical space. I'll come. Yeah, you have to. And like, speaking of which, the rocks even still have mortar and pestle, like original from the Miwoks. It's a very sacred and special I'll definitely be there. You'll have to come and see what you pick up on. I will definitely. It's special. My, My dream is to... Yeah, not not this second, because I know it's not right now, but eventually I would like to be able to have a country house or near a lake or somewhere where I can have a horse and just be with my country music, my house, where I can drive maybe five, ten minutes into town, see the the local people, wave to them and this kind of thing. And, you know, that's that's one of my dreams. That's you'll do it soon. It's coming. It's happening. Thank you for having me I'm so happy that you're here. (laughs) So nice to meet you all as well, (laughs) vibrationally. (laughs) Yes, definitely. So Tribe, so yeah, you got to get into these workshops, these manifestation workshops with my sis. Uh, She's rocking it. She's shocking it. She's smashing it. She's dashing it. She's taking it to a whole nother level of what it means to be lit. So all of you know that and you know what you need to do. And that is to just really dig into those places, lean into those aversions, get into that darkness, open up that darkness door, get your backpack on and get ready for the journey. Um, I love you so much. Um, and remember, you know, uh, you can, you know, pre-order my book on Amazon right now and also Barnes and Nobles and other stores, uh, Spirit Hacking. Uh, check it out and please look into the illumination rods because they really are life-changing and you can also do that on my website also on my instagram under my link tree if you want to level up your powers go to shamandirect.com sign up on the newsletter so you can see where i'm going to be and also get really cool gifts that you will be getting from the newsletter i love you all so much and you're rocking it like crazy and until next share see you later alligator bye <laughs>